0: And welcome into the What's Up Peoria podcast. I am your host, Nathaniel Washburn, coming to you from Amplify Studio here in our main library in beautiful downtown Peoria, back with another episode for you so you know what's going on and all the events that are happening around Peoria. As always, I am joined in studio uh, by a guest, and today is a bonus because I actually have two guests with me. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and introduce those guests. I'm excited because because my brother is in studio with me today, uh, Jason Washburn is here. My my brother, as I said, and he is here. He's going to discuss uh, our, our upcoming event, LibraryCon, that is being put on. Uh, and Kara Marshall is also in studio. She is the librarian in charge of making all of that happen. Jason, how you doing this morning?
1: I'm fantastic. Good morning.
0: Good morning, brother. And Kara. How are you doing this morning? Good as I'll ever be. All right, I like it. And thank you both for joining me this morning. I really appreciate it. Uh we are going to be talking about LibraryCon. Uh that is an upcoming event here at the Main Library. Uh next weekend, April twenty-second. We're going to dive into all the ins and outs. is going to talk about what you can expect. And my brother Jason is an expert in this field and he's going to tell us a little bit about himself and What a library con slash comic-con looks like before we do that I do want to get into some of the events that are happening around Peoria this weekend uh, pretty cool stuff happening a lot happening in Peoria And I want to start off with the Rockin' Ribs Festival. This is happening over at uh, the Pioneer Park, which is off of 83rd Avenue and uh, just uh, an olive. And tons of of things going on there. It's going to be great food, mouth-watering, ribs, pulled pork. Chicken. Uh, they're going to have music out there. Uh, this is a great event. It starts at eleven o'clock, uh, and, and uh, going to be tons to do. Again at Pioneer Park, the Rock and Ribs Festival. Make sure you get out there. That's happening tomorrow, uh, April fifteenth. Also happening tomorrow is food stock. And this event is, is awesome. It is a great event. Uh, was out there last year, had a blast. Uh, they, they they bring in tons of food trucks for people to try a lot of different cuisines, a lot of different types of foods. Uh, it starts at four o'clock. This is over at the Peoria Sports Complex. And this is an important event because it actually is a fundraiser for the Peoria Diamond Club. And if you're not familiar with the Peoria Diamond Club, they do a, a really a lot for the city of Peoria obviously they help with all the spring training games they help with all the volunteers uh, that you see out at the spring training games at the at the complex but what a lot of people don't know is they actually do have a grant program and they uh, supply a lot of different nonprofits uh, around the the valley and, and in Peoria. So this uh, event food stock really is a great benefit event for the Peoria Diamond Club. Um, the entry is only five dollars, so really it's uh, it's a great price for what you're going to get. Kids twelve and under are free. Parking is free. There's going to be music out there, uh, and like I said, they bring in a ton of food trucks. And last year, I think they had over fifty. Jason was there with me jason what'd you think of that event
1: it was awesome we had a great time they had uh, any kind of food truck you, you could think of um from uh burgers to tacos they had seafood um yeah the they, lobster the lobster, lo- lobster roll truck, lobster truck?
0: <laughs> this lobster roll truck had a hundred people deep yeah and it never stopped the entire night no we were, were till 10 yeah and it was at 10 o'clock i was like i, I don't know how they stuff food in that truck yeah so it was good right
1: yeah it was cool that you go down on the field and they had a stage down there they um cycled through a bunch of musical acts um so it was nice the the weather was good yeah the weather was great it was really nice we took uh a blanket and some chairs yeah and sat and, yeah i
0: would recommend bringing chairs uh if you're going to sit out in the field um if they have the same setup as last year i'm assuming they will uh but you bring some chairs blanket and you can hang out and like i said they have live music uh and it is really a lot of fun and and again you get to try a lot of different food from a lot of different uh food trucks Uh, the last event i wanted to, to throw out is obviously the library con event that's coming up on the 22nd of april that is next saturday and um this is a really cool event. We used to do. We, we've we've done one in the past. Uh, we had one. It was a few years ago. I think in, in 2018, and then obviously with COVID, it, it, it didn't continue. And now Kara has helped to bring this event back, and we're going to jump into that a little bit before we jump into the library con event. Um, I'm going to go over to Jason here. Jason, tell us a little bit about your story. How did you end up? In the world of of games, growing up, you were, you know, we were always really creative as kids. You were always doing... My brother used to build these uh, G.I. Joe, uh, like, scenes. It was unbelievable. I don't know how he does it, but he's super creative. So, tell the audience, how did
1: you end up here and doing board games? It's a sad tale, really. (laughs) Um, So, I don't know. I think um, it wasn't a journey that uh, I started on with that in mind for my journey, but... Uh, I think something that led to that is um, our parents were exceptionally creative people. My father was a musician, um, and my mother is a musician. And that kind of led into those sorts of things. Um, I kind of got into art uh, as a young kid, and he, then... He's
0: very modest. He says he kind of got in. He's an unbelievably talented artist. Thank so. you.
1: So I, I think... With that, um, kind of led into some other things, but always doing creative type stuff. Um, in, in high school, uh, was able to, you know, practice that craft. I was very fortunate was given some outlets, um, uh, here locally in Peoria with mm-hmm. theater works, yep. um, and, uh, did a lot of work there as a young adult, uh, in, in painting and scenic design and those kinds of things. Um, as far as games, we always played games as kids, uh, a lot of board games um, when we were children uh, and just, um, you know, I guess teens, uh, <laughs> younger teens. Uh, and um, I did a lot of that in high school as well. I didn't play um, Dungeons and Dragons or, or role-playing games, but uh, we played a lot of other stuff. I play, I was heavily involved in playing chess in high school, played daily um, and those kinds of things. So, always been into games and and those types of uh, things as an outlet. Um, so, you know, adult life comes in. You got to get a job. You got to do these things. <laughs> so, you know, I served in the United States Army for uh, thank four you for years. your service. By yes, the way, sure. And then <laughs> I uh, went on to work in law enforcement for uh, twenty four years after my four years in the service, but. While doing that, um, I went back to school and got a a degree in uh, graphic design, visual communications. Uh, My first foray into college, I majored in opera at Northern Arizona. Yes, he's a singer
0: as well. (laughs) Multi-talented, this one.
1: And um, I was offered a a full ride in art at the time to a a university in Colorado, and I turned it down and went into music, Um, so I kind of went back to that. as a older adult and, um, finished off. And in 2014, uh, graduated with a a bachelor's degree in visual communications and graphic design. And, um, I had started a company shortly before that, um, around 2010, uh, with the intent to, uh, do theater type things and make games. And, uh, around that same time, there was a platform that it was, um, created, called Kickstarter. And it's a crowdfunding platform for folks that may not know. Uh, you go to the website and you look at projects that different people put up. There's been several from... Yeah, there's
0: pretty cool projects on yeah, there, too. It's pretty amazing. Several
1: from Arizona, right. including my own projects. TheaterWorks put a project up once. Um, How
0: many have you had <clears throat> on
1: Kickstarter? Just just, your, just you. F- uh, 14 or 15 wow. for Talent Strike Studios, and then Gameland Games has uh, over... 25 now I think so. Um, it's a fantastic way for creative people to get things funded. So you would go to the website, look at different projects, and then you pledge a certain amount of money to that project. For your pledge, you get something in return. Um, in the early days, it was things such as T-shirts or mugs and you know more right. souveniry type things. Later on, uh, it turned into Uh, you know, the board game mecca of new and and interesting board games. So I would get an idea together for a a board game, design it, play test it, you know, get make sure it functions and works well, and uh, you put a theme on it, go get some couple pieces of art to show as prototypes, and you would put your project up, and you would have a certain amount of time, 30 days, and you have a funding goal of let's say twenty thousand dollars, and then you offer pledges. And in return for the pledge, they get a copy of the game yeah. mailed to their door. Seems,
0: seems like a pretty easy, uh, you know, nice exchange there.
1: Yeah, right. There's, a, there's, a, <laughs> it ended up being a whole lot more to it than you, you know, the meets the eye. But that's kind of where it started uh, for me. I mean, as as a young kid, we designed and and wrote and did some things like that, games that we played ourselves. Because at 17, who are you going to show your game to? Well, and there
0: wasn't a lot of that type of platform no, around not at, at all. that time. So so you, you're you in law enforcement, and then you you uh, retire, yes. um, and then you joined gameland Games.
1: Yes, yeah, so I, I ran Talent Strike Studios, which was my studio, um, for uh, about 10, 10 or 12 years or so total time. And then when I retired, uh, I got offered a job with uh, Game games, um, from Michael Coe, uh, a wonderful, close friend of mine, um, who's a fantastic, uh, creative person as well. And, um, so I transitioned in- into that, uh, taking that, you know, 10 to 12 years experience of making games. Talent Strikes put out 14 games, plus there were several in the hopper when, uh, I, I did move on. So I, pushed uh, talent strike studios to uh, a co-owner mm-hmm. uh eric alvarado uh, who lives in um new york and then went to work full-time for gamelin uh we'll see it would have been uh september yeah
0: so you've been there about six six well, almost a year now no, coming, coming up, up, up about nine months so yeah it, it, unbelievable it goes from law enforcement into game living his dream now doing gameland games so uh i want to come over to you real quick tell us a little bit about your journey uh you know i know you love library you started in library really early how did you end up here
2: um, so, uh, it's not nearly as exciting as... Oh, <laughs> that's right.
0: You're, you're just getting started, Carrie. I'm just getting started. But, <laughs> you're um, a young
2: whippersnapper. <laughs> <laughs> I was the type, I spent my recesses in the library in grade school. Um, all of my friends there can attest to that. So I was kind of destined for libraries even before I even knew it. Um, but yeah, I was in, spent my recesses in libraries in grade school, um, went to high school at Ironwood High School, local Peoria, just, just a little bit further away from here,
0: um and you then, don't know this but jason actually went there for a couple of years too yeah yeah back way way know. long ago i don't think we way long ago long before you <laughs> onward
2: for ironwood oh boy. on to victory and Kara, back to We're you right. yeah. <laughs> right. we'll just a quick freak. musical break so and then the i went song. to <laughs> i went to the university of arizona um for college surprisingly for veterinary science um I was there for two years, and then around the end of my second year, they uh, they took us to where they slaughter the lambs. Wow. Not to get too squeamish, but then I started thinking, I don't know if I'm in the right spot. <laughs> I can understand that. <laughs> um, I'm not, yeah, I'm not squeamish, but something about that. I So I completed my second year at University of Arizona, came back to Phoenix, um, went to ASU for English. So I did a big pivot uh, from veterinary science to English, and then- uh, and oh, I forgot to mention. I in high school, I volunteered here at the Peoria. Yes, you did. Library. I was wondering
0: if you're going to put that in there because you did. It was it's pretty yeah. awesome story.
2: Yeah, I've been I've been here for a long time. I spent uh, I was a summer reading volunteer. Um, a lot of the the old timers here knew me back from then. <laughs> um, and then uh, when I returned uh, back to Phoenix for my uh, bachelor's in English, I saw a job opening for. Uh, the job position now would be called the aid, library, right, aid. Yeah, but, library aid, but back then it was called a page, so I applied for that because I didn't want to work at Target anymore. <laughs> no shade to Target, but I didn't want to work there anymore. Um, And then I got the job uh, up at Sunrise Mountain Library, and then I was a page, and then two years after that, I was promoted to library assistant, and then um, during my time as library assistant, the city of Peoria graciously helped me. Um, pay for my master's in library sciences. Um, couldn't have done it without the city of Peoria. That's awesome. <laughs> that's really cool. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, so then I got my master's in library sciences, and I, uh, not long after that, I got to be a teen librarian, and that's what I've been doing- since then
0: yeah and it's a great story because <laughs> you, you started here as a volunteer you work your way up you end up as a as a, a yep. librarian here at maine where it all started for you yep, exactly. which is really really cool and uh you you've been on the job now a, a couple of well, going on two years right
2: yeah year and a half of year the and a half years yeah, you're on the job so on the job yeah,
0: so, yep. yeah you are doing. i mean you, you and you've been doing a great job and library con is uh one of these projects you've taken on yes uh and you you you're i know you're really excited i'm really excited i i i have a question for you jason because um, a lot of people may not know, like when you hear Library Con or Comic Con, what what is that? What does what is a Comic Con? What is? I mean, I know it's a convention, but what could can people expect from something like that?
1: I, I think uh, first of all, you kind of gotta think of the topics of, of which it's going to be culturized in, right? So a Comic Con is basically it's going to be um, that comic book culture right now there's a gajillion subcultures within that but uh overall that's kind of what when you say comic con it's what it is um uh another good example is uh you know they do have phoenix comic con but then they also have some other things there's maricopa con in arizona which is a game convention they have rincon which is uh in tucson and that is kind of a, a games but rpg and then cosplay kind of thing so there's, there's all these
0: subcategories th- there of is. the cons so to speak right there's
1: yeah there is there's quite a bit of different things and um primarily uh things that are are named or whatever you know once you kind of understand what they're about and then then you would then you would understand the subcultures within that. So a, a good example uh, of that would be Phoenix Comic Con is going to uh be heavily swayed by that. When they have booths and vendors, they are going to be of pulp culture, um comic book culture, things that are kind of crossover and um now there's a lot more of that than there used to be, right? So some of the biggest movies in the, in the last 10 years and things it, of that the nature. shows
0: fit into, like, you know, Game of Thrones becomes part of it. Walking Dead becomes yes. part of it. How are those, those are, I mean, I know Walking Dead started out as a comic, but... It did. How how do how those become part of the Comic-Con
1: culture? Well, I it, it's basically the folks that, how big it becomes, and then those folks that pick up that mantle, basically, and charge with it, right? So uh, how much it penetrates, I believe, into pop culture is and a a big leading of that. I mean, everybody knows what a Funko Pop is now, right? So if you go to a, a store, almost any store now, they'll sell... Some kind of Funko Pop. Big
2: what? walls of Funko Pop, uh, Right.
1: So, I mean, there's whole stores <laughs> on it that are Funko <laughs> yep. Pop stores. Okay. But um, you could go to Walgreens, and there are Walgreens-exclusive Funko Pops, Target, wow. Walmart. And that's all
0: it, part of the Comic-Con culture.
1: I, I, I don't, I'm not going to say it's part of Comic-Con culture, but it's part of modern pop culture, which then drives that, right? Because different people are um, drawn to different things, right? Sure. Uh, for me, uh, Star Wars is probably um, the first for me, right? Okay. Uh, I saw with Dad when I was, uh, you know, at Camelback um, downtown uh, and for the first time, right? And and so whatever that is, your draw is um, for and that.
0: Yours specifically is the Mandalorian. Yeah. You are big in the Mandalorian yeah, very, very culture. very much so. Yeah.
1: Uh, well before – what what you see now right,
0: exactly um, yeah he, he jason was the originator of the mandalorian <laughs> I don't know yeah. about that.
1: but i was a uh, huge uh a fan of that um going back to uh you know 81 when uh you know boba fett was made, first introduced yeah so um i mean it's a big deal to me but how that relates is if star wars was big to you how that permeates Uh, pop culture right and then you you see those things so when you start to see that uh in mainstream then you can guarantee that it's going to uh be part of something like that another good example is you uh, and i i mean funko pop figures are kind of interesting because it's kind of like all right once you hit that level right that they're producing you know hundreds of thousands of them right Right. so once you hit that level what is what is that kind of thing so i mean if you were into walking dead you can get those if you were into game of thrones or star wars marvel it i mean yeah marvel's a big one it doesn't matter pick pick a genre and you're going to find something for that Um, and there'll
0: be something for you at these these conventions yeah Yeah. I,
1: i believe so and and you know pick the right one but at the same time There's no reason why you can't go to uh, something and help grow that culture and grow what that is. And it's really dependent upon the people that go. So there's uh, one that I've uh, worked at uh, for a number of years. Sabuton is a con. It's a Japan anime. Uh,
2: I went to that that one several times. Yeah,
1: so uh, I was a speaker there at that one on how to build props and costume pieces for cosplay. Uh, I also worked at Phoenix Comic Con and did that for them as well. Um, Specific props um, for uh, cosplay and and those types of things. Um, So it's kind of an interesting thing. A a con is going to involve all that. You're going to get Reading, so you're going to talk about either comic books or anime books um, or things of that nature. Not to mention other things that come into play, right? So if you like uh, a Star Wars, then you might um, pick up books by Robert Stagpole or things like that. People that write uh, for that. If you uh, liked Vikings, then you're going to pick up books and things that are Vikings uh, right. orientated and. <laughs> that incorpor- incorporates all of that right so you, you're going to see people from different subsex uh sections come into sure. I- into that and it's um kind of interesting and those subgroups help grow their community within that con space right so uh it, If you're into Star Wars or you're into Marvel or you're into Walking Dead or whatever it might be, you come out to that convention, that con, and you celebrate those things, specifically what that con is based on and how you can um, exercise uh, uh, your creativity, creativity, your feelings, and and how that affects you because it's very – it can be very personal. Yeah.
0: I think it. I think it is for people. So on that note, Kara, with the library con, you know, we kind of now know what a con is, right? So what what can people expect from this library con happening at, at the main library?
2: Um, a lot of good stuff. We've been uh, planning it for a while. Um, even our uh, volunteer group, the Friends of the Peoria Public Library, they're involved. They're going to be having uh, their uh, Grogu's World event. If you don't know, Grogu it's Baby Yoda. Uh, <laughs> and they're going to be doing lots of fun stuff. It's just going to be a celebration, um, celebrations of all things nerdy and geeky, and <laughs> which it kind of lends itself very well to library because usually if you're spending time in a library, you're, you're, at you're, least, smart. you're You're, you're at a very smart A little person. bit nerdy, a little bit geeky <laughs> that way kind of already. Um, and it's just, and it's. Libraries, I really love libraries because they're one of the last places you can like spend some time without being expect to pay money. <laughs> <laughs> yes, everything we do is free here yes. for sure. So and um, this
0: event is free as
2: well. Event totally is completely free. free. Um, so it's gonna. It's just a celebration and it's a return to our bigger programs and we just want to make a really welcoming space for the community to sort of rejoice in all things. Geeky and nerdy, and and there will be so there will be a, a costume contest. Yep, there will be a costume cosplay contest. Okay. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be any particular genre. I know that I've got a couple of applications for characters from anime, but we're hoping to get some people from uh, some Western properties as well. Um, we got a cosplay contest with some lovely prizes, to gift cards, um, and
0: and uh, just so everybody knows, there's three different levels. Right, there's a children's, yep. teen, and then an adult. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, so
2: we won't have a baby. Uh, A baby's costume facing up against a a 35-year-old in armor.
0: But that means, for those of you out there, any of you can can Mm -hmm. come, you know, obviously children, teen, adult, don't be afraid to dress up and come on down. And even if you're not going to enter, dress up, have fun with it, right? We would
2: love to see it because all of the staff is going to be dressing up. I'll say that much.
0: Yeah, I think, as Jason, you said it's a personal thing, right? It's what you want to do. I
1: I think it is. And everybody has something that um, speaks to them or that they want to replicate or or, um, you know, represent, right? So uh, within, like, within the anime world itself, uh, it could be, you know, you want to Cowboy Bebop or you want to be a character from Bleach or, you know, um, Titans or, you know, I mean, there's so many to choose. Tons of things but, that are,
0: are fallen to this. And it seems to me like maybe I'm, because I'm not, obviously, you you go to a lot of these conventions, but if you want to grow your area you can do that there's it seems like there's freedom to do that right right
1: well and and that's really it right because you want to hang out with uh like-minded folks as far as what that's concerned and also you want to meet new folks to maybe learn what is uh exciting and important for them because maybe that just might also interest you and there's a lot of crossover within that especially in um the cosplay and and comic con or nerddom type uh, <laughs> world, um, very much so. You know, um, I, and I think that that's something that um, wasn't around so much when we were children. Sure, but sure, I think now it's so awesome that younger folks have that outlet now, where you you understand, uh, wow, there's other people that like what i like or interested in what i'm interested in. yeah that's in. an
0: important thing I, I think that's a really great point because i think Carrie you kind of mentioned that you know if you are in the you know there's a, a group of people who may feel that they're a little bit mm-hmm. nerdy I I, I I don't really like that word but there's a little people that oh I, i'm a little bit different right yeah and 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 comic-con and cosplay give you that outlet to find
2: that the, that group of people that's like-minded like you definitely i mean you will find your niche with at a con i guarantee it you will find i've made so many good friends at cons and you see booths and people talking about things that you would have never expected to see and they're proud and they're so excited to share their knowledge with everyone else it's just all the cons that i've been to have been such welcoming places and such accepting and enthusiastic places that's cool so they've just i've never had i know I've never had a bad experience it's always just been so positive and
0: what cons have you been to
2: um i went to san diego comic con uh, now that's
0: the comic con right the big one. that's the big one yeah well in the, in the, my brother got to go to germany for apparently like one of the biggest gaming conventions ever but for the states people who live here mm-hmm. san diego is the big one right yeah
2: i went to that with my uh with my father many years in a row when i was in high school um and then I've gone to Game On Expo here in Phoenix, Sabaton Con. Um, yeah, uh, I went to Phoenix. I think it's called Phoenix Fan Fusion now. Correct? Correct. Yeah. Well, they have two.
1: They have Fan Fusion, which is uh, at the Glendale right right here, mm-hmm. and then they have Comic Con, which is a downtown okay. thing. So there's actually Fan Fusion is newer. Okay, and that's, that's what I th- thought. I think that's done at the uh, Cardinal Stadium. Uh, if, okay. if memory serves, don't quote me sense. on that. That makes make sense. Um, and then there's uh, what I don't think they call Comic-Con anymore because that's San Diego. Trademark. Yeah, San yeah. Diego. They trade. put some. <laughs> that bad boy. They kobayashi some of that. But,
0: which is smart because they kind of were the originators of it. And, oh, yeah. And there's some dollars involved in but that. that.
1: that's so big because of it's proximity to uh, Hollywood and the film. Uh, that makes sense. Uh, world. So they will get people because they can just come down for the day and they get people from, you know the Marvel universe and the game of Thrones universe, the walking dead, universe, and the big, you know, icons, they'll come down there and talk about series or n- next movies or things like that. When you, when you look at uh, something that's local here, they will bring people in. But one of the things that's interesting about that is you, you can sign up for different things within the, what the con has to offer. So like when I worked at Sabuton or Phoenix comic con, um, you know they would contact me and say hey you want to give a, a presentation on this and so um, as a participant you can pick and choose hey I want to go to this panel or I want to go to this panel so if you want to learn about something and and you can choose that and learn about that topic or that thing or whatever is important to you, right? Um, so they offer lots of, of those cool. types of things. And, and then that branches out into different things. But how... What's interesting to me is how board games tie in because board games take because that's those, your world, that's right. the world you live in. They do, and and they take those um, intellectual properties or what we call IPs. So they take those IPs and they put them into board games, right? So if you want to, if if you're a huge Marvel fan and you like that, then go play Crisis Protocol, Marvel Crisis Protocol, or Marvel the Deck Builder, or things along those lines. There's games all about that. Um, if you like Star Wars, then play Rebellion or Outer Rim or Star Wars, the deck building game. If you like Transformers, they got a game on that. It's a, a Joe. Everything. they everything. Yeah. They do. So <laughs> if – and these are things that it's – you learn about the lore, yep. which is what reading – gives you right yep so I, thank I you can, for bringing that literacy into I, it Jason. i think we it's, appreciate that. it's yes. very important right so how, how else do you learn i mean we have lots of platforms now i can watch youtube and i can learn about something but the person that's talking to me on youtube that didn't just zap into their brain they had to go find that somewhere and they've read it right i'd like to so, put that, the lore it's the the background of the, you got uh, it yeah, i love that that's really correct cool. yeah and and uh you know um i'm sure you can attest to that as uh, sabuton those folks are very orientated towards the lore because it's all about manga and yep. the books and um there's it It's not as big in the West as it is in the East at all um, as far as how it permeates pop culture. Um, We have a subset of it, but it's not, I wouldn't say, huge in in pop culture, right? So it's kind of interesting, but that's where you're going to learn about what that is. And there are whole things on that in in this library. You could go and get a book about that if you want to learn about what that subculture is, or what that lore is in that item. Yes, and
0: Carrie, you you manage that teen collection where we find a lot of this. Stuff. Yes,
2: yes, and I'm very proud of it. I my uh, my area of expertise I'd consider is graphic novels and manga, and I've been um, really I've been boosting that collection I've been filling it up with I do I read articles I look up the bestsellers I try and look at what's trending on anime uh, news websites I try and look at what's trending on uh, on Twitter and stuff like that I try and keep it as current as possible with what people want to read and, and, and with what really, I want to read and I
0: think you've done a great job in, in doing that and making sure that you're being responsive to the what our public what our teens and there's a lot of adults that read it too yeah we moved actually moved the collection the teen collection down near the adult because mm-hmm. so many adults read this stuff as well so, yeah and I think you've thrown yourself into that uh, and done a great job with that oh thanks and I, and I
2: tell everyone who asked me for recommendations in that teen area, I tell them if there's something that you don't see on the shelves let me know and I will get it on the shelf because I want to have what people want to read, yeah,
0: we want to be responsive yep. for sure. So, well, this is uh, unbelievable stuff. Thank you both of you for coming in. And again, Library Con is going to be happening April twenty
2: second. April twenty second, ten to two. We've got cosplay. We're going to have local. Um, we have Silver Dragon Games. We're going to have Samurai Comics. We're going to have a bunch of vendors. We're going to have library information table. We're going to have tattoos, uh, temporary tattoos. I should yeah, say temporary, temporary tattoos. Clear about the temporary. We will not be tattooing you <laughs> <laughs> permanently. Um, so, yeah, we're going to be having a lot of stuff going on. A quiz bowl. Um, yeah, the cosplay contest is the big thing. Kids crafts, teen craft, lots of fun stuff to go on. Good, good There's stuff. something for everyone. And
0: Jason, you're going to be here helping us out with that as well?
1: I am. I am. So I'll do a panel, a short panel. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I'll participate in the... In the, in the costume. yeah, uh,
0: he is, uh, incredibly talented. I'm so proud, uh, to have you as a brother and all that you do. And, um, you know, your journey has been an awesome one and watching you go through the military and, and be a, a law enforcement, um, servant for so long and now, um, doing what you love to do. It's, it's been really cool to watch this and seeing you in this new phase in your life has been quite amazing for me as your little brother, because... You seem as happy as I've ever seen you. This is where you belong. You found your 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 place in life. And Kara, I think I could say the same thing for you. I you <laughs> you found where you want to be. Both of you were able to 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 get that journey to where you want to be. But. Library Con is going to be great. We want everybody to come down, check it out uh, the 22nd from 10 to 2. Yep. And there's going to be a lot of fun things to to uh, be a part of. And, and Jason, thank you for, and Gameland Games for coming and being a part of it and helping us do it. Jason's been kind of our consultant on this, and we really appreciate the time you've spent in helping us develop this. And we just want to make it bigger and better every year. So uh, we'll yep. learn from this one and we're going to grow. But please come on down to the library, main library, uh, April 22nd. 10 to 2, get dressed up, come on down, have some fun with us. It's going to be a great time. So that's what's going on in Peoria. Again, my thanks to Jason Washburn and Kara Marshall for coming down and joining me on the podcast today. And as always, make sure you're getting out to the events that are happening in Peoria. Always a good time, always great things happening, and we want you to be a part of it. So until next time, this is What's Up Peoria.